Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening, tuning in to the podcast. Oh, my goodness. It's good. It is good to uh, to be here talking with you guys, with you guys. Um, yeah, it is definitely cool. Man, it feels good to be talking about wrestling on a Saturday night. That's right, as the Royal Rumble is uh is appearing, people. The Royal Rumble is appearing. Man, I'm I'm man. I'm definitely um I'm psyched, man. I'm psyched for the Royal Rumble. Um it's gonna be huge. Uh no Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns won't be in it this year, people. But he'll be in the uh, probably the main event, unless the Royal Rumble event is the main event. Um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I always like it because of uh, like the returns and all this and that. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I enjoy it very much. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited. Um, this could be very exciting, very good. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much we should, we could be talking about right now. But I have to start it off with the that Jay White might be heading to WWE. It's always funny you hear about these big names being headed to WWE like a few weeks or a month or two ahead of uh, Royal Rumble. Like, oh my God, because they, cause they debut at the Royal Rumble. Man, uh, he's only 28 years old, people. I just checked, he's only 28. Uh, yeah, why not? He has a few, he has a lot of support from WWE. Um, and WWE is interested, uh, so it would be a good sign. You leave him in NXT, though. I like to see him shine in NXT. Um, and NXT has announced too that February fourth, no, not February fourth, uh, Valentine's Day, February, uh, what are the fourteenth, fifteenth, one of those days? Um, they'll be having NXT takeover. So, um, I'd do it then. I would definitely do it then. I would let this thing milk out and just do it then, or do it the Wednesday after um, takeover. You do so many things, people. So many things. Just like us, we have so many things to talk about. Man. But I'm so disappointed in Raw. People, I am fucking not fucking happy. Sorry for my language, but I am ticked off, people. I'm pissed. How in the blue hell? I mean, man, let, let this sink in, right? Let this sink in, people. You had... <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe WWE messed up again, man. You have a scenario. You have a scenario, right? Where you have a phenomenal main event between... Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre, right? Not only that, but you have Legends Night. And Legends Night, I will tell you what, was full of shit. It didn't mean shit. And thank goodness I put it to record. I didn't watch it. I was, I wanted to, but I was like, you know what? Mm, 
I don't know. Yeah, you know, something wasn't catching my eye about it. And then let alone, let alone, lo and behold, what do we have, people? What do we have? We have McIntyre survives Keith Lee. Phenomenal match. Phenomenal match. Amazing. Match was amazing. But what happens? Goldberg returns, people. Goldberg returns, lays down the challenge to McIntyre for for a Royal Rumble match. A Royal Rumble match between Goldberg and Drew McIntyre. I am I'm so ticked off, people. I am so ticked off. This is not what I wanted to see. Just because you're not getting ratings, really, you got to bring back Goldberg. I'll tell you right now, if Goldberg wins this freaking championship. The only thing that will make it better, the only thing that will make this better, the only thing, is, as, is if Goldberg defeats Drew McIntyre for the championship. Uh... John Morrison, oh my goodness, John Morrison's coming. John Morrison's coming. Goldberg takes him out. Oh no. The Miz knocks Goldberg out with the briefcase. He cashes in his money in the bank contract. And then he he says, I'm gonna cash it in. Uh the The Miz is cashing in his money in the bank briefcase. Ring the bell. He rings the bell. Skull Crusher finale. One, two, three. Ding, 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 ding. I came to play. There's a price to pay. I came to play. That's right. That's the only only way that I would jump off my seat and be ecstatic is if I see the Miz walk out the walk out of the Royal Rumble with the WWE Championship on his shoulders. Then maybe for the next pay-per-view, you just have McIntyre take it off him. There you go. Or maybe you have a triple threat match. Who knows? And you have Drew just take out Goldberg to win the championship. And then I, the next challenger, it could be Keith Lee. You could have Keith Lee again. Or you could have a Sheamus versus McIntyre WrestleMania match. Um, either one is fine. But I do not want to see Goldberg... At WrestleMania fighting for a championship, this motherfucker! Oh my goodness, I'm pissed. I'm guys, I'm pissed. Oh my goodness, I uh, I went on social media. It was like eleven something. I, I went on social media and uh, I seen Goldberg and I seen all the comments. I seen everybody reposting and putting what they were putting, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, good thing I would have wasted three hours of my life. Phenomenal match, though. You know, I looked, I checked, I watched it the next day. Phenomenal match. Um, but it's, oh my goodness, it's a typical. This is typical WWE work. That's right. Now, now, uh, let's talk about Randy Orton. Let's talk about Randy Orton. Um, Randy Orton did defeat uh Jeff Hardy via pinfall, basically uh ripping his ears out. <laughs> um, he got his ears and pulled. You know, I don't know if you guys remember, but Hell in a Cell, their Hell in a Cell match in 2018, he kind of did uh, the same thing. Um, 
But yet, I mean, he he was picking on the Big Show. He he picking on Flair, uh, Mark Henry, um, on all these all these legends, all these legends. Alexa and the Fiend were there, and people. The reason Alexa and the Fiend were there because they've been burned alive. You got this is a story. You gotta let the story flow. You gotta let it go through. Um, but I love Randy Orton being a jerk to these legends. It was definitely amazing. It was beautiful. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it very, very much. I did. I did enjoy it. And there was a reference on, uh, on, um, on Raw about Cardi B. It looks like, uh, WWE and Cardi B might, or maybe not, maybe might be nothing, but, uh, I mean, it might be something, though. They might be getting Cardi uh, on WWE television. We'll see, though. Um, the New Day defeated The Miz and John Morrison via pinfall after uh, T- Teddy Long interrupted The Miz and Morrison. They would telling him they would face The Undertaker and say that... Uh, that they, that, uh, then Adam Pierce, the you know the boss man, he comes out and says, "No, they're facing New Day because you know, uh, you know, um, somebody's retired. <laughs> Undertaker's here no more. So that that was that that was only the bright spot of it. Uh, twenty four seven championship was on the line. Our troop pin Angel Garza to win the title." Um, AJ Styles defeated Elias via pinfall. Um, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce defeated Charlotte Flair and Oscar via pinfall. When Rick Flair accidentally tripped Charlotte, so uh, yeah. Then Riddle defeated Bobby Lashley via pinfall. Um, it looks like there's some tension between the Hurt Business there. Hopefully, them guys get that all sorted out and fixed. Um, I hope, I hope they're not breaking them up. That would suck. Um, Dana Brooke defeated Shayna Baszler via pinfall. Um, Lucha House Party defeated the Hurt Business. So, yeah. That was, that was raw. Raw. Again. Last week wasn't too bad. This week, terrible, terrible people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's just, let's just move on, people, <laughs> let's talk about NXT New Year's Evil and AEW Dynamite's New Year's Smash, um, but yeah, let's talk about Damian Priest versus Karrion Cross with Scarlet. That's right, Cross defeated Priest by pinfall. Um, uh, phenomenal match. This was amazing. Um, I loved it. Um, it was a hard-hitting match. Hard-hitting match. Um, I liked it. And, uh, it looks like now, you know, Priest is going to be going up to the main roster. We'll see. I mean... From the rumors, it looks like it um, won't be in the Roman and KO storyline. Obviously, if you've seen the reports, but I think they'll put them in some way, somehow, something else, unless they just wait to put them, you know, in the Rumble. 
That wouldn't be a bad idea as well. Um, then we had the NXT Cruiserweight Championship on the line. Santos Escobar versus Gran Metalik. That's right. Escobar defeated Metalik by pinfall to retain the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Um, eh, this... Uh, It was okay. Uh, wish there was more of a build. You know, they don't wait till like the last week or two to finally build it. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we still we still got you know pretty good match between the two. That was a good thing, you know. And, and like I said, like I always say, anytime these cruiserweights go at it. They always, they always go at it. Like, they go at it. They they put on phenomenal shows. Now, the fact that they might not completely tell a story how it's supposed to be told and whatnot, then it's like, okay, yeah. But other than that, it's always phenomenal. It's always great to see, see these type of things. So, yeah. Um... Zia Lee Waboa versus Katrina Cortez. Um, this was phenomenal. Um, it told the story. You know, Zia Lee, she looked phenomenal. She looked intense. She looked physical. Um, and I want to see more of this. I want to see more of this. And I want to see uh, who the mysterious woman or man is watch who watched from the throne on the stage. Um but yeah, Zia Lee, this is looking real good, real good. Can't wait to see what's next for for this young woman. Um, then we had uh the last woman standing match, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. That's right, Raquel Gonzalez defeated Ripley by a ten count. Um, this was phenomenal. This was probably the match of the night. Oh, probably we got a. You guys let me know between this one and um, Finn Balor and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. But this was definitely one of the matches of the night. It was physical. It was amazing. It was wild. And you could tell these women have chemistry. It was amazing. And this has my, uh, this might have been the, the send-off for Rhea Ripley as she now might be most likely going to the main roster. But it was definitely amazing. It was a phenomenal match. And the <laughs> Rhea Ripley putting freaking uh Dakota Kai into a locker. Oh man. That that was great. I'm not gonna lie, that was great. <laughs> um then we had Johnny Gargano and Candace LeRae versus Kushida and Shotzi Blackheart. Kushida and Blackheart defeated Gargano and LeRae by pinfall. Um this was another great one. Um this was definitely amazing, and uh, it looks like Kushida may be feuding with Johnny now. It looks like uh, he might get a chance at the NXT North American Championship. That's going to be amazing and fun to see. Um, then we had, for the main event, the NXT Championship was on the line. Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Balor defeated O'Reilly by submission to retain the NXT Championship. 
Um, this was amazing. This was it was bloody, just violent, physical as hell. Um, and the fact that they told the story that they used past events to keep on telling stories and do certain things like uh, Ballard, you know, his jaw injury. Um, O'Reilly went after it. He went after it in this match. I loved it. I loved it. Um, you know, it was good. You know, I wanted O'Reilly to win. Um, and Pete Dunn was watching ringside. Um, but I wanted O'Reilly to win. But also, I was like, man, it would be good for, for Balor to win as well. Because Balor really hasn't had a title reign. So, I mean, you give him another match with O'Reilly, you have him look very strong. You have O'Reilly look very strong, and we'll see what's next for him. But, you know, you have him look very, very, very strong. And, you know, it's it's good. Yeah, you know. Um, now, probably Pete Dunn is his next challenger. I Like I said, I think they're going to wait a while to, to have – Damian Priest won that championship again. They probably want to make sure he's healthy. And they just don't want to do the same thing they did last time where they just, all right, here you go, Priest. Here's here's your championship, you know. Um, So, you know, they probably, you know, want to take it a little slow with Priest. So, I mean, I don't blame him. I would. Um, Man. It's definitely going to be exciting. It was definitely a phenomenal match. Um, the woman, the last woman's match, standing match, though, has it, that's the one for me that really is stood out. Um, yeah, it, it definitely, <laughs> definitely stood out to me. It was definitely phenomenal, exciting, and it was good. It was definitely good. Um, you know, let let me, let me know. Uh, Inbox me, DM me, uh, leave in the comment section, tweet me, it don't matter. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys think about this this particular match. Um, both matches, necessarily. But, um, yeah, it was definitely exciting time. It was fun. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, you know, this was the pay-per-view I watched the next day, though. I was watching AEW. Dynamite New Year's Smash. That's right. I was watching that. And the reason I was watching that was because uh man, we all knew we all knew AEW was gonna pull something out of the rabbit hat. Which they did. Which they did. AEW's phenomenal, man. I said each and every week. AEW man, they do things that you could you can only imagine a company could do like um, and this is, this is why you have certain things where you put certain things into place where you can have these things transpire. These things happen. That's why I, I express to WWE all the time on this podcast, people, man, we got to do certain things. If you want to take your company to the next level, like a AEW was doing, it's not only because their rosters not known yet. They're not getting the credibility that others are getting. That's not what it's only about. It's about stuff and things like this. You know, so got to think about it, people. Got to think about it sometimes. Um, all right. 
Uh, so let's talk about AEW New Year's Smash. The Bucks and SCU defeated the acclaimed in the hybrid two. This was nonstop. This was action packed. It was definitely amazing. I love AEW too because they always put the right match to begin the show and it, it sets the tone for the rest of the pay per view. And that's exactly what they did by uh, putting this match. It was definitely amazing. Um, SCU is definitely looking uh, very, very good. Very, very good. Look, you know, they're, um, they're, they're definitely, you know, learning. They're becoming like this top tag team. And, you know, by, by the time 2021 is done, I could see these guys becoming tag champs or one of the best tag teams in the world. So, yeah. Um, John Moxley, John Moxley returned. He returned to Dynamite for the first time since losing the AEW World Championship. And, you know, he warned Omega. This was amazing. John Moxley is amazing, guys. From his WWE days and these to here, he he's amazing. And uh yeah. He sent he sent a warning to uh to Omega. So let's talk about it. Um Warlow versus Jack Hager. Warload versus Jack Hager. Warlow defeated Hager. Um I mean, I, I thought it was going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be this good. It was definitely um, amazing. Um, definitely amazing. You know, they told the story, um, and it was it was a war. These are two mammoths of a man, man. especially Warlord. You see the, the, the muscle on those brothers' shoulders? I swore one time I was watching TV. And I just see his shoulders lifting weights. I don't know, many weights. I don't know, guys. <laughs> no, nah, but no, nah, they're both great. They are both great. Um, Darby Allen and Brian Cage weigh in. This was all right. Um, but, you know, they're telling a story here. That's what they're doing. They're telling the difference of, you know, size between Allen and Cage and and um you know Sting making the the save for Allen was cool but um we'll see what uh the Stinger does next week when Allen has to defend his championship against uh Cage we'll see um then we had Cody Rhodes versus Matt Seidel that's right Rhodes defeated Seidel um another phenomenal match um don't forget they were together in WWE so they 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 know each other fairly well, and as you've seen here, it was just truly amazing. Definitely chemistry, and just they put on they put on a show. They put on a show, and uh, we also see we seen Snoop Dogg, right? Snoop Dogg hit a uh, a frog splash. So that was great. That, that was great. Um, I mean, the frog splash wasn't that great, but hey, I ain't hurting you, bruh. Do, do what you do, man. Do what you do. Alright, um, so we're gonna move on. 
The AEW Women's Championship was on the line. Hikaru Shida defended it against Abaddon. And Shida defeated Abaddon. Um, I think Abaddon should have won. I believe um, there should have been more to this. This was disgraceful. This woman's division, I don't know, man. It's not even only the woman's division. It's the company. Like, do give them more time. Give them, you know, the story, the build that was built to this. And you, just, you guys just give us this. Like, really? Come on, man. Really? Come on. Then the AEW World Championship was on the line. Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega. That's right. That's right. Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega, ladies and gentlemen. Omega did, did defeat Phoenix. Um, this uh, this was amazing. This, oh my goodness. This was... Uh, <laughs> wow. Um... This, this, oh my goodness, I don't know how to explain this in any, any type of way, guys. Um, <laughs> Eddie Kingston, right, Butcher and Blade, they were beating down Pac, Penta, El Ciro, Amy, um, right? Then Callis encouraged Omega to finish Phoenix off to end his career. But John Moxley hit the ring with the barbed wire baseball bat and drove it to the midsection of his rival. But just as John Moxley was about to do more damage, here came the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson hit the ring and beat down the former world title holder. They delivered the magic killer uh, to Moxley, ladies and gentlemen. And they stood along. They stood alongside Omega and Callis, as uh, the AEW champ was uh, kept beating on uh, on Moxley. Uh, Brian Pillman and Griff Garrison hit the ring to try to make the save. Didn't work out. Um, and then the Young Bucks came out. To talk to their longtime friends and former Bullet Club cohorts. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Matt and Nick added their signature two sweet hand gesture to Omega and the Good Brothers as they reunited. As they reunited to end the show. This. The, the the match was phenomenal. Not only the match, but after the match, it was phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. It was absolutely beautiful. Like, oh my goodness, guys! I was like, what the? Like, really? This this just happened? Like, you know, one of those moments, right? And uh, man, I I gotta say, like, I didn't see this coming. I re guys, I'm no bullshit. I did not see. The Bullet Club showing up on AEW. Now give me the Bullet Club of AEW versus the Bullet Club of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh my goodness. Give me, come on guys, give me that. 
you guys give me that, I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so happy. Um but no, on the seriousness, uh it was oh my goodness, it was phenomenal. It was I loved it. I did love it. Um man, I I'm still I'm still at a loss of words because it's like what the fuck just happened? You know, um yeah, I'm Ah, man, um, this, if, if they can, if, if they can, uh, if they can put this the right way, if they can properly build this story up, oh my goodness, late people, I'm saying it right now, this can be a fun, this could be phenomenal, it could be phenomenal, I'm saying it right now. If if they build this the right way, this is absolutely going to be phenomenal, not only for AEW and Impact, but for the whole wrestling business, right? Um, this is what I always get on about on WWE. You you know you're scared of you're you're so scared to to try to mix things up. But look look at AEW, look at Impact. This is this is what we have to do, really, guys. This is what we have to do. We have to. We have to mix mix the wrestling uh business. We do. We got to do it. Um, as you see, it works out, right? I'm not. I'm not talking bullshit. I'm not talking right or wrong. As you can see, it works out. Um, and we need more of this. We, ladies and gentlemen, we need more of this in the pro wrestling world. We need more of this in the business. Um, because it's be it's better for the business. It really is. Guys, it is better for the business. I'm saying it right now. It's definitely better for the business of of pro <clears throat> pro wrestling. Um, so I'm hoping that we continue this because uh, this was great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Man, this was definitely great. All right, y'all, let's talk about SmackDown. Oh, my goodness, guys. SmackDown was wild. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I it, it was so wild, I had to get me a Corona. That's right. I had to get me a Corona. But, yeah, SmackDown. Oh, man. Um... We're gonna talk about that, and then I'm I'm gonna give my um my top five Royal Rumbles um ever for me. Now I'm not gonna put the um the women's yet. I want to wait a few years yet when they at least have um five ten Royal Rumbles, so I could do one top five for men's and the top five for women's. So I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna wait on that one a, a bit. Um. So yeah. Yeah, people, um, this is going to be good. This is going to be exciting. Um, again, then, uh, we'll look at what, what, uh, they've announced for the Royal Rumble so far. Um, this is my favorite time of the year for WWE people when they have the Royal Rumble, um, the Royal Rumble, then they'll have a match, uh, a, sorry, a pay-per-view between, and then, um, they'll, they'll have a, um, 
Then they'll have a, uh, a, uh, they'll have the Royal Rumble, they'll have a pay-per-view between them, NXT takeovers in between there, um, and then they'll have WrestleMania, um, with also a takeover, so, uh, man, it's exciting, I can't wait, it's gonna be absolutely amazing, it's gonna be phenomenal, um, so yeah, I'm ready for it all, I am, I am ready for it all, alright, but people, let's get into this wild Friday Night Smackdown that was, um, Let's talk about how Adam Pearce earned a title shot at Roman Reigns Universal Championship at the Royal Rumble. Um, Roman J and uh, Paul Heyman, they opened the show with uh, Roman Reigns cutting a promo in the ring. Um, and, uh, you know, Adam Pearce came out. Adam Pearce came out and, uh, you know, um, they they talk Roman was not too happy. Roman was absolutely not too happy as he was it looked like he was about to um put the beats on Adam Pierce. He uh he held back for a moment. He held back for a moment. Um Um Now now Paul Heyman did Tell Pierce, Adam Pierce, that uh, he had pulled some strings and he had Pierce entered in the gauntlet match at the request of Roman Reigns. Um, so we did have that. We also had, um, then you know, it was that time where Adam Pierce defeated Rey Mysterio, Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Daniel Bryan, and Shinsuke Nakamura to earn a universal title shot. At the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, Mr. Uh, Mysterio and Sami Zayn had started the match. Mysterio quickly eliminated Sami Zayn with a frog splash. Um, and then um, Nakamura was the next next challenger. Then came... then uh, That's where Nakamura eliminated Mysterio... Then Corbin came out, um, attacking Dominic and Rey Mysterio. You know the problems going on there. Um, but, you know, that happened. And uh, Nakamura eliminated Corbin with the Kinshasa. Then Daniel Bryan hit the ring. Um, and Nakamura beat him as well. He beat Daniel Bryan as well. And then um, that's when Reigns, Reigns came to the ring as Pierce was about to enter the match. Reigns and Jey Uso attacked Nakamura. And then, uh, Pierce, um, yeah, Pierce won. Pierce, uh, pinned Nakamura after, um, Jey Uso and, uh, Roman knocked him the hell out. So, yeah, that, that was the deal. <laughs> that was the deal. And now, uh, he's, He's a child. He's the challenger. Even though people are are going at him, um, Adam Pearce is a former five-time NWE champion, as well as a former PWG champion as well. Um, <laughs> so, yo, know, he has credibility. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, we all know, as far at least me, 
I don't see Adam Pierce being the challenger for Roman Reigns. Somehow, some way, it's going to be Kevin Owens, or it's going to be um, it's either going to be Kevin Owens or it's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura. And I'm telling you what, a 2021 match with these two wrestlers, Shinsuke Nakamura and Roman Reigns, give it to me, give it to me, people. I want it. That's the match I want to see. Truly, that's the match I want to see. I mean, and if Adam Pierce is the challenger, it's okay because, and the reason I say it's okay is because, man, I mean, Adam, I believe they can tell another phenomenal story with Roman Reigns and and uh and Adam Pierce. I do believe it. I believe they can tell a phenomenal story where they're slowly starting to get the build right for uh Roman Reigns into WrestleMania. And um that's gonna be one hell of a build. That's gonna be a phenomenal build. Um, you know, they're gonna be talking about um they're gonna be that's where they start injecting themselves, talking about um uh, what's his face? Uh, The Rock, maybe. Maybe uh, Drew McIntyre. Maybe Daniel Bryan. Um, or even maybe maybe we have a match between him and Shinsuke Nakamura. And also, you got to think about whoever wins the Royal Rumble, right? Um, so, but I feel like this is more of a build towards The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Um, it looks like we might have fans, maybe. As of right now, it's kind of looking like that. So, uh, I I could see a scenario where this is just, you know, Adam Pearce versus Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. And they are just building, they are just building the hell out of this for, uh, for when it comes time for, when it's time to see, um, Roman versus The Rock. I think, I think they're executing this perfectly, um, really, to be honest, uh, and I love it. I love it. I do. I'm enjoying this very much, people. I'm enjoying it very, very much. Um, so yeah, uh, this is, I'm definitely looking forward to. I know a lot of people are sitting on it, but not me. I I, I really enjoyed the story they're kind of telling here. Like, you know, Paul Heyman and Roman, they're pulling strings and getting Adam Pearce involved in the match, and then they just. Like when you think, all right, Shisuke Nakamura is going to beat this dude. No way. Jay Uso, Roman Reigns come out, take out Nakamura. Then they take out um, Adam Pierce. Put Adam Pierce on top. <laughs> they put Adam Pierce on top of Nakamura. One, two, three. One, two, three, people. Now, obviously, the person he pulled strings with was with. Uh, Vince McMahon, I, w I would believe. So, um, there won't be no work in here. But maybe there's a match where, um, if, if Shisuke Nakamura beats Jey Uso, as it was already announced, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, Jey Uso versus Shisuke Nakamura on Friday night. This upcoming Friday night. Um, let's say if, if Shinsuke wins, um, he he gets it's a, it becomes a triple threat match, or Adam Adam Pierce is out, and Shinsuke Nakamura is in somehow, some way, something like that. Um, 
And like I said, even if it's not, even if it's just this is going to be a Roman Reigns versus Adam Pearce type of match, um, I'm okay with it because of the simple fact that this could be a huge storytelling and this could be something that we possibly could not be, we possibly could not see coming, coming, right? Um, this could be a, a hell of a story, um, a hell of a story for uh, leading up to WrestleMania. Um, like I said, whether whoever the guy is, whoever the, whoever is facing Roman Reigns, at uh, whoever is facing Roman Reigns at at um. At WrestleMania, because we all know Roman ain't losing anytime soon. Um, you know the whole bullshit thing with with, uh, with Goldberg. You know him coming back and now challenging Drew McIntyre. That's stupid, and uh, I just hope. I just hope in that scenario, we all hope that Goldberg does not win because that would be. That'd be dumb. That'd be dumb. Like, really seeing Goldberg do it, it's like, no. I understand. I kind of, I do understand the whole Brock Lesnar thing. I mean, shit. Brock Lesnar sells money. He gets people to watch. I mean, Brock Lesnar is a better worker than Goldberg. I know. It's like, what? Yeah, I know. But... But, uh, with that being said, people, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what, and people, anything can happen. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We'll see, though. We'll see. We have a shitload of, uh, of wrestling till uh, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and all that. You know, Royal Rumble's like probably, I want to say, like three weeks away. Um, so, yeah, we still got time. Um, but that those two, three weeks away can come like that. <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, let's talk about other things. Um, two title matches, one title change. Um the Intercontinental Championship was on the line. We had um, Big E defeat Apollo Crews via pinfall to retain the championship. Um, this was um, awfully quick. This was really quick to say, nonetheless. Um, man. It was... But a weird ending. It was a weird, weird ending. Um, you know, uh, uh Paul Cruz had hit uh, a superplex and tied up Biggie's legs while the referee counted to three. While it appeared both men had their uh, shoulders on the mat after the commercial break, uh, it was a confirmed result, meaning Big E would retain. Cruz demanded the match start again. Slapping Big E in the process. The champ agreed to restart the match and won with the big ending. So, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, as much as they were promoting this match, and I, I'm 
I'm probably gonna guess that they're gonna keep building this towards Royal Rumble. Um, I just wish there would have been like kind of more, more to it, you know, at least in this match, you know, tell more of a story. And we didn't get none of that. We just got all right, children, um, you know, controversial ending. It was a controversial ending, you know, blah blah blah. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go, and all right, whatever. Next, next match, <laughs> really. Um, and, you know, so that, that was the one thing that um, I wasn't too happy with. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is, I guess. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team titles were on the line, and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode defeated the Street Profits via pinfall to win the titles. That's right. Um, you know, the team of Ziggler and Roode, they focused on the knee of uh, Montez Ford. Um as you guys know, if you guys recall, they had injured the leg um, in an attack last week. Um, and yeah, and yeah, um, they hit a combination of the zigzag and spine buster for the win and to get the titles. You know, um, the Intercontinental um, match was a bit disappointing, but I would say the tag team match wasn't so much. I think we'll put the cherry on top. You know, they were telling a story. They were building from what they've built up from past weeks. They put it into this match. Not only that, but Dolph Ziggler and Rude, they won the tag titles. Well-deserved well, well deserved for both men that get underutilized. They don't get utilized as much. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see. Good, It was good to see, man. It was good to see... Um, you know, they execute all right times and um and get the t tag team titles. I mean, it's huge. It's huge for this tag team, guys. It really is. It's huge. And uh, like I said, it's well-deserved for uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. As you know, who knows how many years they have left in the in the, in the pro wrestling business and the world wrestling uh, entertainment business, if not, you know, any other business as well. So, you know, we got to give our roses to these guys as they're here. Because um, you never know when it might be the last time that they, they are here. Rest in peace, Brody Lee, man. Um, so, yeah, that's what happened there. And then what else happened on WWE SmackDown? Bailey and Bianca Belair argued briefly backstage after they both had declared themselves for the Royal Rumble. Um... Carmella cut a backstage promo. Um, Billy Kay tried to... Uh, sorry, she cut a backstage promo on Salsa Banks. Obviously, that's not over, so it looks like we could be seeing that at the Royal Rumble. Um, and Billy Kay tried to get the Riot Squad to accept her as a new member. So that was, that was kind of odd. But that was SmackDown, man. SmackDown was phenom was phenomenal show. Um, when you when you look at it, right? When you look at this show, you have um, you have uh, the Roman Roman Reigns and the and and the Gauntlet match, right? You have that, and then you have um, then you had the whole thing with Biggie and Apollo Cruz. Obviously, that's not done. Then you have Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode winning. The, the tag team titles from the Street Profits, 
which was phenomenal. It really was phenomenal. Um, so yeah, it, it was very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Um, now, I'm, now we're gonna move on. Sorry if you heard MJ. Um, we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about um, who went down and who went up this week. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Now that I'm, I'm talking about it, I don't even think I did it for uh, my sports podcast. So just in case I didn't, I'll do that at the end of the show. You know, I feel like it, it'd only be right to do it at the end of the show. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, let's do it. Um... Hell, who went up and who went down this week? Who went up with this week would have to be the Bullet Club showing up on a- at AEW's uh, uh, little weekly pay per view. Um, you know, it was huge. It was it was definitely huge. Um, man, it was it was phenomenal just to see them them guys uh, show up there and uh, do their thing. Do their thing, man. Uh, and see, you know, that we can all mix well together, you know. And there's so much, so much more coming. Um, so I just, I can't wait to see what what's next, what's uh, <clears throat> what's gonna happen next in the storyline with the Bullet Club. All right, we have that, and then we have um, who went down this week? Who would, that would have to be Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg, man, get the message. The fans don't want you. WWE obviously doesn't want you. Because when you're there, you're hurting people. But hey, they say, oh, here's Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon sits in his his office. One of the writers comes, hey, Vince, I think we have a great idea. I think if we get get Goldberg back, I think it'd work out. Oh, I don't know. Uh, He's been hurting a few people. You know, I don't know. Should we? He looks at Shane. It brings us money, Pops. It brings us money. And he looks at the writer. All right, what the hell? We'll do it. And the writer, all right, Vince, I'll get on it. I'll get him on the phone. I got this, Vince. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about a thing. Hello, this is Goldberg. Goldberg, sir. Vince McMahon wants, wants you to know if you come in for a few million dollars. You know, you work with Drew McIntyre, bury him, and then, uh, you win the title, you lose at WrestleMania, and then you, uh, you, you, we, won't, we won't see you until uh, next year for next WrestleMania, Royal Rumble time. All right, that sounds perfect. That sounds perfect. Hey, guess what? Hey, what's that? What's that, sir? You're next. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, my goodness. I could see it already. I could see it already. Goldberg, sir, you fucking go down, you mother. You go down. You don't deserve to be on WWE television. And if you want to be, you fight with somebody else. But you don't try to take that WWE championship for, from one of the best champions we've had during this pandemic. Yes, I am talking about Drew McIntyre. You don't do that shit. You mother... Oh, man, it ticks me off, man. It ticks me off. All right, and then we look at... Drum roll, please. <clears throat> show of the week, ladies and gentlemen. We like obviously it ain't raw, 
Raw let us down during Legends Legends uh, Raw. Um, said they were gonna have Carlito. They have Carlito. Eva Marie. I didn't see her. Um, really, Legends. We've seen. We just see on the daily. We see them. We you know no Rock, no Stone Cold, no no real Legends. We we didn't get them. Um, so with that being said, people. With that being said. Yeah, they're, and then they bring Goldberg. Yeah, no, people. So, obviously, Raw isn't getting it. NXT, oh my goodness. Finn Balor versus O'Reilly. Raquel versus Rhea Ripley. Oh my goodness. Talk about a hell of a show. But then we look at AEW all around with a hell of a show. And then you look at, uh, oh my goodness. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Then the Bullet Club shows out to take Moxley. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A hell of a hell of a performance. Hell of a show. Um, I don't just. It was amazing. It was amazing. And then we look at uh, then we look at SmackDown with Roman Reigns and Adam Pearson, the whole gauntlet thing. Um, you look at Big E, Apollo Crews. Eh, could have been better. But then you look at Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode winning the tag titles, and I say that that. Was it cherry on top? But that, but they are not show of the week. Cause show of the week goes to AEW. They continue to tell stories, continue to do great things, even though they just lost one of their fellow wrestlers. They are just able to shine and provide. That's right. We're bringing the Bullet Club to AEW. <clears throat> Man. So with that being said, AEW is show of the week. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, who else would you give it to? You could say NXT. But I think bringing the Bullet Club, that was the like that was the the shine of it all, you know, um if Bullet Club would have never showed up and then you could be like, okay, no, it's uh and then I would have won NXT um but I mean, if they would have hit right on, if they would have hit right on with the whole Dolph Ziggler Robert Roode, I probably would have went with, um, probably would have went with an uh, SmackDown instead of NXT if AEW never brought the Bullet Club, but they didn't. So yeah, there you go, people. That's my show of the week. That's right. And let me let's 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 talk about my top five. Royal Rumbles of all time. That's right. At number five, I'm going to have to go give it to. I'm going to give it to, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the 2020, 2020 pre-pandemic Royal Rumble. That's right. And that is, yeah, that's my number five. <laughs> that's my number five. Drew McIntyre winning it. Brock Lesnar in it. From start to the middle of it, where he ends up getting eliminated by Drew McIntyre, Edge returning, um, so much more. There was so much in that match, and it was actually it was very a very good Royal Rumble match. I, I enjoy it to this day. I, I watch it every now and then to remind me of the pre-pandemic times. Yeah. Um, at number four, at number four, I'm gonna have to go give it to Royal Rumble 2005, where John Cena and Batista were the final two participants in the Rumble, but um, they both had eliminated themselves out of out of the uh, out of the ring. Obviously, it was a botch, and um, 
which made Vince McMahon to come out and uh instruct officials to 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 restart, which um he fell down and I believe he broke his quads or his his legs or something like it was something like that. Where then uh Batista eliminated Cena to win his first Royal Rumble and defeat Triple H at WrestleMania twenty one to become the new world heavyweight champion and John Cena took down JBL to win his first WWE championship. Um this definitely was full of drama. Def- definitely deserves to be in the top five. Um, and I remember this just like it was yesterday because this was actually the first Royal Rumble I actually remember seeing. Um, all right, we look at number three. <clears throat> we look at number three, ladies and gentlemen. Number three would have to be Royal Rumble 2010. Um... So you had people like John Cena, Batista, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels had already won the event. Um, you know, people thinking that um, it was going to be one of those guys when, in fact, it was the rated R superstar Edge after missing nearly nearly seven months due to a Achilles tendon tear. He uh, he had came back as a surprise entrant to eliminate John Cena and Chris Jericho. To win the Royal Rumble. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And at number two, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. This one is probably my favorite one when it comes to the surprise, right? Um, and the reason, the reason it, um, it comes as a surprise is because, you know, I didn't, I didn't uh, expect it. It would be Royal Rumble 2008, and nobody expected it. When uh, when John Cena, John Cena had returned, I believe he was number 30. He eliminated Triple H to win. Um, he was returning from a uh, a torn pectoral muscle, but he um he wasn't expected to return. Like he returned fucking quickly. Um, you know, uh, so he returned quickly and, uh, yeah, he won the Rumble match. Um, I can't remember who, who he went on to challenge. I don't, I don't remember that, but, um, I can find out quick, um, and I'll see if he won. He probably did win because, oh my God, that was a huge moment. I remember I was like. What the hell? John Cena? Oh my god! Like I was jumping off I was jumping off the walls, right? I was jumping off the walls. Um So yeah, and that that year, March thirtieth, it was March thirtieth that they had WrestleMania. It was in the Citrus Bowl. Um Orlando, Florida. <clears throat> Uh, I'm trying to find out to see if Cena won. Oh, yeah, that's the year with Ric Flair versus uh, Shawn Michaels. Wow. Floyd Mayweather Jr. versus The Big Show. Um, There was a triple threat match for the WWE Championship between Randy Orton, Triple H, and John Cena, which Orton won by pinning Cena. Okay, there you have it. And then my number one, people, my number one would, uh, man, 
it'd have to be it would have to be people I don't think you guys are ready for this I don't think you guys are ready for this this is my number one the Royal 2006 Royal Rumble where uh I believe Ray Mysterio was the second um Second overall first. I know him and Triple H have started it. And he went all the way. He he lasted all the, throughout the whole Royal Rumble to, to win it. Um, So he won the Royal Rumble. That was the same time, you know, Eddie Guerrero had passed away. So that, that was basically for Eddie. Um, so, yeah, that was, a, that was a huge one, man. A huge Royal Rumble. An emotional Royal Rumble um, as a fan. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. I could go back now and watch it on the WWE Network whenever I want. That's right. Here you go, people. There you go. All right. Um. So yeah, that's my top five. My top five, and now I look at uh the Royal uh this year's Royal Rumble match card, and we look at it, and well, so here it is: the 2021 Royal Rumble match card so far. Men's Royal Rumble, Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Otis are the confirmed entrants so far for the women's Royal Rumble match. Nia Jack, Charlotte Flair, Becky, wow, Bianca Belair, and Bailey. So far, uh, Roman Reigns versus Adam Pearce for the Universal Championship. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, WWE hasn't made Goldberg and Drew McIntyre official, but obviously will be. Um, so yeah, that's what we have there, right? Um, I I don't remember. You know what? This is a wrestling podcast. I'm not about to do uh, NFL um, power rankings. If I did it, if I did it, if I didn't, I didn't. Oh well, right? Um, all right, there. Well. There you have it, guys. That's all. That's all I have for you guys today. Um, really, thank you, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, I will see you guys uh, next week. There will be a lot to talk about. I can't wait. I can't wait to um, when I have my wife on and we predict what's gonna happen at the Rumble. It's gonna be very exciting. And uh, but yeah, people, this is husband, father. Three, two, one, podcaster. And I will see you guys next week. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you and goodbye.